friends, my name is Rick Pasquale. I'm the pastor of ICF Rome, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today. I know God's got a word for you. And if you'll just sit back and listen to this word today, I know God can change your life. So listen up. God's got something to say hello, to you. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, ICF Church on campus. Hello, family online. Hello, mom. Hello, dad. I know you're watching. I hope I make you proud. And I'm here today because I want to share a message. And in fact, I'm actually getting used to this, you know, being on this side of the stage. And I know why Pastor Jen and Pastor Rick loves it. <laughs> and the truth is, from this point, thank you, thank you so much. From this point, you can actually get to see all your faces. And I can tell you today, you look wonderful in the presence of the Lord. Amen? Amen. So, I have a message for you, okay? So before I give you a message, I would like us to close our eyes so we can give a prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for bringing us here. I pray, O oh Lord, that this message shall be a blessing to everybody here and shall be like a seed and shall grow fruits in their hearts. And they shall not only keep these fruits for themselves, but it shall share to everyone else around them. May your name be glorified. May your name be exalted. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So um, I guess I'm going to introduce myself. So for those who don't know me, my name is Joel, also known as Pastor Rick's favorite. Anyone you want to call me is fine. And I'm here because I answered the call twice. I'm here because I said yes twice to the Lord. And I'm here because God wants me to be here. And I know God wants you to be here too. Amen. So during the time we've been here, we have had so many of our pastors speak. We have had Pastor Jen speak to us. And she taught us that walking with Jesus is the adventure. He is the adventure. We learned through Sister Jackie that in this adventurous life, you have to consciously ask for the Holy Spirit to help with the decisions you make. We learn through our brother Yao that the Word of God should be used as forms of lenses in this life. If you don't have the Word of God, if you don't look your life through the Word of God, then you're not doing the right thing. So we learn so many things about being ready for adventure. So my point is, we have learned how to be ready, and we know that life is adventure. So what's next is to live. And that's why my title, of the, my title for the message of today is Life is an adventure, so live. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, I would like us to read the verse of the month, which says, You will show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy, and at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 16:11. Amen? So, in this verse, you're going to see this verse being spread around my message. So, the first thing first I want us to understand about life being an adventure, and we have to live it, is the term YOLO. Amen? So, for my grandparents in the house, YOLO means you only live once. For my youngsters, I'm so sorry I used this title. It's so 2010 and so cringy. Like, I was actually wondering if this was meant to be an Instagram caption or a message. It is so old. But once I got the revelation, I knew this was the message that God wanted me to use. So yeah, YOLO, you only live once. And the perfect example we saw that through was with Christ. Do you guys realize that Jesus Christ was on this earth just for 33 years? I mean, that is short. He was just here for 33 years. That is such a short life. But look how much he accomplished. He knew he only had one shot. He knew that he had to start his journey from the beginning. That's why even at the age of 12, he was going from synagogue to synagogue because he didn't have time to waste. He had goals. He had ambitions. He knew he had one shot. He knew in this life you only live once. So he decided to do his job from the beginning. And that is the perfect example for us. And sometimes we think that, you know, he might be too old or might be too young. Look at Jesus. 
At the age of 30, it was at his 31st year, from his, from his 31st to his 33rd, that's when he did all his work. In just three years, he did so much. He lived his life to the fullest. He lived. He turned water to wine. He brought the, lame, the, the, the dead to life. He made the, the lame walk again. He did so much through his adventures, and that is the perfect example of somebody who lived their life to the fullest. Amen? So I would like to tell you a short story. Okay. Now, who knows the story of, it's a parable, and I'll, I'll just say it, you know what, I'll just say it. And basically, in this parable, it talks about Christ telling the people that, you know, the house of God, the kingdom of heaven, is like a master who gave talents to his servants. So in those days, talents was like money. But let's try and make it more realistic to our time. So talent, actual talent, like ambition, job, passion, things like that. Just see it as that. So this master gave three of his seven talents. Of course, he gave some more talent than the other and so on. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to give you this talent only once. By the time I come back, I want to see what you have done with it. So then the first two invested their talents, okay? So imagine you're somebody that can sing. Instead of keeping your voice to yourself, you come to church, you sing to the Lord. Imagine you're somebody that loves to cook. Instead of just keeping the cooking to yourself, you learn how to cook, you practice your talent, you sharpen your knife, you practice whatever God has given you. So all these people, they did so much and they got double of what they had. But one servant, rather, he was scared. So what did he do? He took his talent, he went to hide it under the ground, he digged it and left it there. No sun, no water, he just left it there to dry. And my question for you today is, what is your talent? What is it that you're hiding under the ground? Because you realize that you only live once, yes? But then the same way the master came back, Christ is going to come back, he's going to ask you, what did you do with your ambition? I told you, you know what, you can start this business, why didn't you start it? I told you, you know what, you can cook, why didn't you work with it? Oh, I told you you could do this, you could do that. But then, why didn't you? That's the question I want you to know. Where are you hiding your talent? Is it under the ground? Are you expressing it? And if you think about it, most of us, the reason why we don't live is because we are scared. Maybe he was scared that, you know, people would judge me for having just one talent. People would judge me for doing that. We always look for excuses, like for example, you, most mothers here, they were like, oh, I was writing a book, but now I have kids. I'd have time to finish my book. Oh, I used to love playing football, but you know, I'm in university now. Life is too short for you not to do the things that make you happy. Life is too short for you not to do the things that God has called you to do. Amen. So that book that you're writing, please finish it. The podcast you want to start, please start it. The business you want to invest in, please start it. The message you want to share, please do it. Christ did not stop. He knew he was young. He knew he didn't have time. So he went straight from the age of 12 doing his job because he knew that made him happy. And my brothers and sisters, life is actually too short for you not to do what makes you happy. Amen? And I want to, and I want you to understand that living your life to the fullest, I'm not talking about drugs or parties, ew. I'm not talking about, you know, having the most girls or the most boys or the biggest car or the biggest job. When I say living your life to the fullest, I mean living your life according to God's purpose. That's how you know you're living your life to the fullest. This is somebody that's living his life and this is somebody that's living his life to the fullest according to God's purpose because he will make known to you the path. He will tell you what to do with your life. He will show you how to live, live your life to the fullest because again, all these things, cars, money, anything that's just artificial is not of you. We are of the world. I mean, we are in the world, yes, but we are not of the world. We are living the world. We're going to live the best out of it, but you are not of the world. So what's the point of losing your soul just to gain the whole world? I mean, that's sad, right? And now that we know that, now, we, now that we now understand 
that you know you only live once. I want to share with you ways in which you can live. Number one is by being happy. When was the last time you smiled? Raise up your hand. If you remember the last time you smiled, raise up your hand. If you smiled today, raise up your hand. If you thought of your bills today, raise up your hand. Wow, we have rich people in the house. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. But I know there are some times whereby we always forget to be happy. It's as simple as that, you know. We always forget to be happy in this life. We are always sad. We are always thinking of things that trouble us. Yet we forget that there's a man up there in heaven that died for our sins. We forget that there's a God that in his presence is fullness of joy. We tend to forget that in his right hand, there are, what was the word again? Was it deliciousness? There are so many sweet things around him. There's so much joy in his presence, so many great things around him that we tend to forget that and we just start worrying about bills. Like there's one Nigerian term that's very, that I really like. It is, I did not come to kill myself. That means I didn't come to this world to stress myself. You actually think God sent you all the way from heaven to be coming to pay taxes and rent. Like you think God really wanted you to do that for your life? God doesn't want that for you, so don't worry about that. His plans for you are of good and not of evil. Enjoy his presence, be with him, and he will make you happy. Amen? Amen. And just look at Pastor Rick and Pastor Jen. They are the biggest examples of this. Pastor Rick and Pastor Jen, they've gone through so much, but then there's not one day you not see Pastor Jen with a smile. So come to church, her hair is done, her heels are looking good, her dress is good, she's looking happy, she's bringing joy to everyone. I've never seen Pastor Jen looking sad. The only time I've seen Pastor Jen cry were tears of joy. Apart from that, I've never seen her, you know, depressed. Although, yes, she was going through so many things, but she chose to be happy, no matter what. Same thing with Pastor Rick. Pastor Rick might be going through so much, but he always have the joke ready. He always have the message ready. He always knows how to make you feel happy. Because despite everything that was around them, they chose to be happy. They chose to be in the presence of the Lord. So my brothers and sisters, no matter what is going on in your life, choose happiness. Choose life. Don't be depressed. Don't kill yourself. says, Just don't kill yourself. This world is really not worth it for your stress and all these things. Just enjoy your presence in the Lord. And also, don't be greedy with the joy of the Lord, you know. It's so horrible being greedy with the joy of the Lord. And my question is, so how will you now share the joy of the Lord? How do you share the presence of the Lord? And let me think. What's a good example? Okay. Helen, how are you? You good? Good, okay. You know you're looking good today, right? New hair? It really fits you. Let me just tell you now something, Helen. God has a plan for you. He loves you. He wants to invest in you. You are special to him. And just know, no matter what happens, he is with you. Amen? Hi, Lenora. How are you? You know this color really fits you. You're looking good. Let me just tell you now, I've been watching your Instagram, and I've been seeing your coaching fitness confidence thing you're doing. And don't worry, God has a plan for you. Keep it up. You're making people smile, and God will make you smile too. Amen? Hey, boss, what's up? <laughs> you're looking good, you know. You've been going to the gym? Uh, maybe. <laughs> but you're looking good, by the way. I just want to tell you that God has a plan for you. Don't give up. Hey, Mrs. Ayodele. Hey, Sharon. How are you? Look at them, mother and daughter, looking so stunning. <laughs> I just want to tell you that God has a plan for you. Because I think Sharon just graduated, right? From not saying congratulations. Know that this is just the beginning. God has great plans for you. And brothers and sisters, that is how you share the presence of the Lord. That's how you share the joy of the Lord, by saying things. Because happiness is not just for you. Don't be greedy. Don't keep the things for you. Because all these things you say might change someone's life, might make someone happy. So just don't keep it to yourself. Share the presence of the Lord. Share his joy. Amen? 
Amen. Now, second thing is to be grateful. Okay? Now, let's read 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18. I'll read it for you. It says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Amen? And sometimes in life, you know, you know, you know what's my biggest regret? What was my biggest regret, actually? Was not being Bill Gates' son. That's my biggest regret. Was not being born in a rich family. That used to be my biggest regret. Like, I just look at Bill Gates, and I just look at my father, like, ah, Bill Gates, my dad, ah, maybe Bill Gates. I just wished, you know, I was born with everything I needed, money, cars. I already wished that, you know, somebody already did my exam for me. I wished so much, not knowing that God has given me something that is more than enough, and that's his strength and his glory. We tend to look at artificial things too much for you to think you, for you to live a happy life. You don't need a car to live a happy life. There's, there's the attack bus if you want. <laughs> there's the metro. You don't need a car to live a happy life. You don't need money to live a happy life. You don't need the newest shoes. You don't need the brandest things to live a happy life. You just have to be happy in Christ. Just the presence of the Lord in this life will make you happy. So be grateful for what God gives you. So what? You don't have a car. So what? You have a bicycle. So what? You don't have the fanciest thing. Take what you have and look good. Come to the house of the Lord. Wear the shoes you have 100 times. Wear the watch that is spoiled. Be happy and enjoy your life. Because if you don't value the little things, then how will you value the big things that God will give you? Show to him that you're, that you're valuable and you value things. Like, look at Jesus. Out of, how many people were there in the world by then? I guess maybe a billion? God only gave him 12 people. And out of the 12 people, some were fishermen. Some were not even educated. And some would be like, why would he give this kind of people to God? But what did, God, what did Jesus do? He invested in these, two, in these 12 people. He said, thank you, God, for the people you are giving me. They shall do great things. They shall do wonders. So the little that God gave him, look at what he has done now. From 12 people, it has now turned to millions and billions of Christians around the world. So value the little things that God gives you, even from the little coffee you take in the morning, even from the opportunity to say hi to your mom, even from the opportunity to hug your children. Value the little things in life, because that's what God wants you to be. Be grateful, no matter the good, no matter the bad. Because, again, I told you to be happy. You have to be happy, but it's not easy. Life comes with its ups and downs. But if it's raining, if there's sun, whatever it is, be happy, be grateful. And those two things are the things that will help you in life. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, in conclusion, I would like to say that the Holy Spirit works in mysterious ways, you know. Like, I know ICF is a very organized church, but let me tell you something. We have never, like, I don't think I gave the worship team my message. I don't think they've ever seen my message. But yet today they sang what? I will live and I will not die. I will declare and lift him high. That just shows how in sync the Holy Spirit is, is, is with us. That just shows how the Holy Spirit wanted you to be in this house today to hear this message. That you have to choose life. If this life is an adventure, then live it to the fullest. Live it according to God's purpose. Be happy. Be grateful. Don't be sad. Just live and don't choose death. Because in, if Christ is in you, then you are what? Free in Jesus' name. Amen. So God gives you choices. You choose to be happy. You choose to live. You choose to be in his presence. It's your choice to accept his gifts and promises. It is all up to you. So I ask you just today, choose to live. Choose to be happy. And you know what? Even if things are going wrong, because there's another song that goes, it doesn't matter what you see now, because in his glory, I am a wonder. It doesn't matter what you're seeing now. The world might think, you know, it is maybe like faking it till you make it. Keep on acting as if you're happy until you're happy. But that's not, that's not what it is in the kingdom of God. It is having a persistent faith to see the, the result. Amen. So I want you to have that persistent faith. 
even if you have, even if things are not going the way you want it, believe. Even if things are not how you want it, be happy because God knows what is coming for you. Start imagining yourself in that car that you want. Start imagining yourself with those shoes that you want. Start imagining yourself in the house of God. Start imagining yourself in His presence because I promise you, His promises are real. His gifts and His calling for you are irrevocable. He is there for you and He loves you. Amen. So I would just like us to stand up. Just Thank you so much for listening today. As you have heard this message, I believe God has spoken to your life. Today, the best decision you can make is to follow Christ, to say yes to Him. And if you want to say that prayer with me, I'd love to pray with you right now. So I want you to repeat this prayer with me. Say it, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life. From this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I won't do anymore because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, if you just said that prayer, that's the best prayer you've ever prayed. And I can tell you that God's got great plans for your life. In a moment, there'll be some information that you'll see online that you can follow up because we're, the relationship doesn't stop now. We've started a relationship where we're going to help you on this journey with Christ. But maybe you've listened to this prayer today and now you're saying, man, I got another need. Or maybe you've already given your life to Christ and you say, I need a miracle. Well, this pastor, this church believes in miracle. And so I want to pray a prayer for you right now that God will do a miracle for you. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for my friends that have listened today. God, there's nothing too big for you. You said we can ask anything according to your will, and you hear us. And Lord, when you hear us, you respond to us. And Lord, right now, there are people that are praying prayers all over the world, and they're asking you for a miracle. So God, no matter what it is, I pray right now you will touch them, you will answer their prayer, and a miracle will happen for them as we pray this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said that prayer, I can tell you, I can't wait to hear the results of that prayer. So if you just send us a note, the information will be there right after you see this video, and you can say, I want to send that guy a note to tell him what God has done for my life. We love you. And remember, God's got a plan for your life.